Welcome to Essential Cyber, the podcast for business owners, operators, and leaders looking to stay ahead of the game in the world of cyber threats. My name is Sagar Pandya, and I'll be your host for this journey into the ever-evolving world of cybersecurity. As a business owner and leader, you know that cybersecurity is more important than ever before. With the increasing reliance on technology and internet in today's business world, it's essential to have a strong understanding of the risks and vulnerabilities faced by your business and the steps you can take to protect yourself. In this podcast, we'll explore the latest trends and developments in cybersecurity and provide practical advice and tips for protecting your organizations from cyber threats. So join us on this journey to better understand and protect your business from the ever-present digital threats. We are here to help build confidence and resilience in today's organizations to continue the fight against cyber threats. What up world, Sagar here. Welcome to Essential Cyber. In today's episode, we're discussing the impact of insider threats to your organization. Insider threats, also known as insider attacks, occur when an employee, contractor, or business partner uses their authorized access to a company's systems and information to cause harm. These types of attacks can be intentional, such as when an employee wants to steal sensitive information, or accidental, such as when an employee unknowingly spreads malware or shares confidential information via email. In my opinion, preventing insider threats is critical for any organization because they can cause significant damage to not only a company's reputation, but also finances and operations. We've been working with enough client organizations to know that without having a properly deployed insider threat strategy, it's impossible to try and keep company information within the organization. And it's become critical, especially as we become more and more dependent on technology to operate on a day-to-day basis, being sure that we have the right safeguards and plan in place to minimize the ability for someone to either inadvertently or advertently share sensitive company information. So here's some steps that businesses can take to prevent these insider threat actions from happening. First and foremost is implementing access controls. This is to limit the access employees have to sensitive information and systems. You can do this by implementing role-based access controls, which gives people only access to the information they need to do their jobs. I can't tell you how many times we've walked into organizations only to find out that their folder or software structure essentially had open access for every user within the organization. So even if you had people that weren't in the accounting or finance department, they still had access to company financials. And this just paints a very scary picture. We know that we trust our employees and our users to make the best decisions in terms of security. But what happens when they disagree with their latest performance review or they unknowingly download a piece of malware on their workstation that you as an organizational leader failed to protect adequately? And how about the folks that we give access to from home? We don't have the same level of strict policies that we enforce on remote users that we typically do within an office environment simply because of logistics challenge, licensing, implementation, and lack of convenience in order to be able to enforce such policies. So implementing those access controls internally 
ensures that you prohibit unauthorized access from happening to sensitive information and also preventing the ability for some type of insider attack to cause harm to your organization. Secondly is going to be conducting background checks, always screening in employees and contractors before they are given access to a company's information. This can help identify potential red flags, such as a history of financial troubles or even a criminal record. I know a lot of organizations uh, don't typically produce a background report uh, in terms of screening, but I also have not seen many organizations run financial credit checks as well, especially if you're hiring somebody that's going to be managing books or finances for you. And I know there's some legalities based on the state that you're located in, in when these types of background checks and financial credit checks can be done. So always check with HR and legal before you do it. But the end result of doing such an exercise will help you identify individuals that may have some type of financial issues happening in life that may motivate them to take these drastic steps in order to either hold your company hostage or sell that information to the highest bidder. You always want to trust the people that you employ, but verify via checks to ensure there's no ambiguity around their background and their capability to be the best person to make security uh, related decisions within your organization. Number three is monitoring employee behavior. I'm a huge proponent of this, and I've heard varying opinions with business leaders is essentially using security tools to monitor employees' behaviors, such as productivity, keystrokes, mouse movements, internet and email usage, and more. This helps identify suspicious behavior, such as somebody accessing sensitive information when they shouldn't have access to it in the first place. I have varying opinions about this that I hear in the business community. Some folks think that it's an invasion of privacy by putting in such employee monitoring software so that leadership knows exactly what's happening. But on the flip side of it, it's your job as a business leader to protect company data and assets from misuse and unauthorized access. So it really depends on your level of comfort within your own organization. If you're working in a regulated industry such as healthcare or finance, it's very important to have that type of monitoring so you know that all of your staff are working within the compliance guidelines of your industry and also to ensure that you have an audit trail and data collected in the event that something happens. Even if you're not in an industry that's regulated, it's still good in my opinion to have eyes and ears on what's happening to your company data because you can never be too sure about what may be happening, whether it's intentional or not, within your organization that could lead to a massive financial or reputation loss down the road. Number four is implementing a security awareness training program. You all know I've been talking about this in most of my previous episodes on employee education, but many organizations that we talk to still fail to do this simple step to create a shared responsibility across the organization. Having to regularly train employees on security best practices, including how to identify and also report suspicious behavior. We also talk to organizations that spend a tremendous amount of effort on training staff, but fail to give them a safe space or an opportunity to report something suspicious that's been seen without the fear of being called out within the organization. Employees are your biggest asset in terms of cybersecurity. And the more we can train them and give them a safe space to report suspicious behavior, the more benefit we're going to get from having that security program in place to keep data within the organization. 
Number five is having an incident response plan. So having a plan in place for how to respond to an insider threat incident, including procedures for reporting suspicious activity, conducting investigations, and also revoking access to systems and information. All too often, I see this happening when client organizations offboard staff, whether this was a voluntary resignation on the employee's part, or if it was a difficult termination, lots of companies still do not have a good process in place to offboard employees. And unfortunately, what happens is if you have a termination that the now terminated employee does not agree with, and they have access to all of your company structure, folders, and software, there may be a chance that this disgruntled ex-employee now does something that creates a security incident within your organization. We've also found that companies fail to identify the entire level of access for former employees that sometimes stay active for months on end. And these are extremely concerning challenges that not only open up your organization to liability, but also open up a large set of security implications, financial, reputational, trust, the list goes on from having stale access open for former employees. So having an incident response plan should include offboarding staff, whether it's intentional or not, and being sure that your HR department, your leadership team follows the process to the T every single time that this type of uh, incident has to happen so that you minimize the risk of losing sensitive information to stale user accounts. Number six is reviewing your access logs pretty regularly. Um, we've talked to so many organizations that do not regularly review their access to sensitive information. They don't review their employee roster. They're not checking to see if folders were accidentally given the wrong sets of permissions and unfortunately only find out once an incident happens, such as a ransomware event or a difficult termination. So putting together a plan, whether it's with your IT folks, with your HR department, your outsourced MSP, someone or some organization or some team to be responsible for regularly reviewing access and then documenting this as well. Not just going through really quickly and skimming it, but going through your usernames, your groups, your security deployments, your folder permissions, and making sure that you have the right level of access done across the board. There's so much software that can also do this for you and report any changes that happen so that you can take action quickly to prevent the unauthorized access. Number seven is implementing something that we've been talking a lot about uh, with our customers, which is data loss prevention or DLP. DLP solutions help to identify, monitor, and protect sensitive data, such as credit cards, social security numbers, personal information, and company information, both at rest and in transit. And it can help to prevent these breaches caused by insiders. So data loss prevention is a technology that can monitor the usage of company data from a workstation, server, network, or individual level. An example would be to implement a DLP policy and this is done via DLP software. It's usually an agent that's installed on the workstation, enforced and managed either through a cloud software like Microsoft Azure or done on a local server level. What this DLP solution, for an example, can do is I could put in a policy for a client organization that prevents the uh, ability for end users to attach company data to personal email accounts such as Gmail or Yahoo. 
So you could have the agent monitoring the workstation. And the moment that an employee attempts to attach a file from a shared network drive to a Gmail or a Yahoo account, for whatever reason, they may be stealing company data. They may be sharing it with a colleague because their main email account doesn't work. They may be sending it to a competitor. Maybe they're emailing it to themselves because they want to work from home. And you as an organization have not provided an easy way for remote access. This DLP policy would monitor that. And you can either have two outcomes. You can either have it block the attempt and send the administrator, which is either your leadership team, IT team, or MSP, a note stating that this employee attempted a restricted action. Or you can have the action happen and just monitor on the back end to send an alert without any update or a message pop-up for the user that's violating with that action. So the DLP solution can give you the guidelines and the electric fence, I would say, the geofence, to protect company information from you know, being attached to personal email accounts, uploaded to cloud services like Dropbox or Google Drive, prevent the ability for uh, drives to be placed uh, into the computer to steal data, uh, the ability for someone to print something that's you know highly confidential. The list goes on. But that DLP solution is going to help really drive in the enforceability of your data policy with your organization. I think lastly, number eight, is you have to invest in your technology. Um, investing in it can automatically detect and respond to insider threats. You can collect data such as you know user behavior analytics or UBA, you can have insider threat detection software like EDRs or MDRs. And at the end of the day, it just gives leadership controls and levers that they can utilize in the event that an incident is happening. Insider threats continue to grow as we give more and more employees access to our systems. And as people, quite honestly, get a little lazy and uh, there's a lot of oversight into the work from home policies where the correct implementation of policies is too hard and because of that, there is the need to open up the policies and make them a little bit more relaxed for employees to quickly work from home and be as productive as possible. So as we talked, insider threats, they're often difficult to detect and can cause significant damage to your company. However, by implementing the key takeaways that we had mentioned here, businesses can reduce the risk of insider threats and mitigate the damage caused by these types of threats in the first place. It's important for organizations to take the proactive approach to insider threat prevention and to regularly review and update security protocols so that these types of threats don't cause irreparable damage for the organization into the future. Once again, thanks for tuning in to Essential Cyber. Join us next time for more insight into the world of cybersecurity for businesses. I'm your host, Sagar Pandya, and as always, stay safe out there.